Hey, I'm Paul Ford. And I'm Rich Ziotti. This is Ziotti Ford Advisors. And uh, we'll get to the advice in a minute. But Rich, let's get personal today. Okay. Around Christmas, I came to you and I said, something weird is happening. You did. I, I had told my wife and I told you, and I, I'll just put it out for the listener. I've also, I've written about this in Wired. I'm being public about it. So um, I am a very big person. I have what is known as morbid obesity, or as I like to call it, fatal thickness. Mm, yeah. Neither sound great. No, it's not great. Yeah. And uh, it's an absolute curse in my life and has been for 38 years. Let's just put that part aside for a minute. Let's just okay. leave that alone. All right. So, I mean, uh, can I ask you a question about that? Any question you want. Okay. It's not, it is a product of you eating. You're big because you eat a lot. You used to eat a lot. It yes. wasn't like there are other conditions that have nothing no, to do with it's consumption. Not like a, it's not a thyroid condition. It's not a thyroid condition. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep um, going. And so uh, I've wrestled with this. I at one point lost 100 pounds and mm -hmm. then watched it come back. And when mm -hmm. I say watched it, it's a very surreal process because I'm a bright fellow. And I just like couldn't keep the weight off. I just kept eating. Which is a classic challenge, right? Well, with, with, almost right. everybody who loses weight gains it back. Yes. And then some, even interventions like gastric bypass... Uh, often don't succeed in the long run. People so re regain weight, yeah. Meanwhile, the society is not really empathetic about that whole thing. They're like, yeah, whatever, fatty. And so it's mm. just something that I kind of was like, well, I live with this. I'm probably going to die with it. My, the culture I live in doesn't really have a lot of sympathy for me, so I better just focus on my life and my friendships and do the best I can. That's my strategy. Can I, can I mimic society for a moment? Go ahead. He's big because he has no self-control. Absolutely. That's what society thinks. And it's on him. Absolutely. That's, that is, look, I can negotiate with that and I can, you can't talk back to society. You can't. No. So, but what, what science found and God knows no one cared, but science was like, yeah, man, once that weight comes on, it just doesn't come off. You can lose it. Absolutely. You, you don't eat yeah. any exercise. It works. Yeah. yeah. But once it's, once it's on. Even if you lose it, your brain just sets itself. And it's like, no, no, we got to get back there. Got to get back gotta, there. It's, it's, get, it's a gravitational pull. Get back those to a wheat certain... thins in your body yeah. right now, right? Yeah. So, um, so as you can imagine, this was a, a source of tension in my entire life and every moment of my, my existence. Well, I, I've, I've spent... Over I probably spent two. more time with you over the last 10 years than anyone else, maybe? Well, you know that, like, that 10,000 hours rule? You're an expert in Paul Ford. I'm kind of an expert You're in like Paul Ford. You're like a world I mean, expert in you, me. You are, you are one of my closest friends, and we work together. Yes. You, you, you could have really close friends, but you don't spend eight hours a day with them. We it, actually work together. It actually comes down to pacing. It comes down to pacing. Yeah. Um, and I will say this. As your friend of the past 10 years, I had no idea. I had no idea that you were dealing with the world perceiving you that way because you kind of buried it. I, you sort of have to when you have, and look, people will be, like I said, I lost the weight before and people will have all kinds of judgments. But the reality was kind of no matter what I did, I just couldn't get it under control. And yep. like I said, 
you're just, I'm going to keep going. I'm a boss. I'm a successful writer. I'm doing all kinds of things. Yep. And if I bring that part of myself, if I bring that part of myself that's obese and out of control into that world, it gets real messy. So I just kind of draw a little curtain. Yep. Okay. And you know, it's you, I mean, and it's not like you and I didn't talk about it. And we talked about food and behavior. And sometimes I was losing weight and sometimes I was yep. gaining weight. Anxiety was a part of it. So like you were in the mix on it. And then ultimately, it came down to me and my body. You know, there's like nothing anyone else can do. No, I, so, I, as a friend, I, I worried about your health. Yeah, you should have. Uh, right. I didn't. I didn't judge you as someone that was gluttonous or doing terrible things to themselves. Trust I, I, me, I was because I know you well enough and you're self-aware enough that it, that wasn't no, in trust my me. mind. It was more like you know, take care of yourself. Trust me, as a fat person, I know the difference in a friendship. I, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I know you are a kind and loving person who wanted who wanted wished well for me. Sometimes you'd give me shit, but that's fine. You're my friend. Yeah, right. Like there are people who aren't as kind, but you you had a fundamental yeah. kindness to you. And it's one of the ways that we work together. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this is dark. It is dark, and so I came to you, and I was like, so I I'm type two diabetic, which is a normal outcome of being this big. Sure. And I see an endocrinologist. And he had me on, uh, I, I have a pretty well-managed condition. He had me on a thing called Ozempic. Ozempic um, stimulates the production of insulin in the body. It's not insulin. Very okay. popular drug. And one it, of the most popular drugs. And it's great because you're not putting insulin in your body. You're telling your body to make, make insulin. Make more, yeah. So very good, very healthy. Side effect of, of Ozempic is it makes you a little less hungry. Okay. Satiety is like sort of like just kind of diminished. And so you see it now... Um, Hollywood diet. Mindy Kaling loses 50 pounds and everybody says, is it, is it Ozempic? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So a lot of discussion about this, very successful drugs, um, good for type 2 diabetics. I took it and I, I was able to maintain and lose about 10, 15 pounds and that was good, but that is not a significant change in my life. Right. It was, but That's it was a small percentage of what you need to lose. But what was great for me was the sense that I was maintaining instead of increasing. I was like, okay, because okay. I'm, I'm something. My health was at risk. And so I'm like, all right, well, at least my health is at less risk. Okay. So I go see my endocrinologist and it's typical doctor, you know, Mount Sinai system. You're like, hey, how, he's like, how you doing? Oh, your A1Cs are great. You're doing really good. You lose weight. I'm like, no, not really. I lost like 10 pounds. He's like, ah, oh, you got to try this new one. I'll give it to you. It's called Monjaro. I'm going to give it to you. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. He's like, see you in May. Bye. Okay. So that was the entire intervention that I received from my, um, he's like, it's very that, analytical. Yeah, Incredibly yeah, yeah. thoughtful. No, it's like, Ah, the numbers look good. Bah. Okay, so okay. click. This is December 2022. Yeah, they're about early December. So I go, I get okay. the prescription. It comes okay. to the house. I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll try that. I'll use the Azam pickup, and then I'll switch to this one. Okay. So about two weeks in, I go, what happened? Huh. Because suddenly my brain feels really, really different. And I wrote, oh, okay. a, I wrote about this. I'm not hungry. Like, I'm not hungry. And I didn't realize before I took this med how much my energy, like maybe I would, I would some ridiculous amount, 30%, 40% of my brain was just always going, how am I going to get yeah. those calories? Got to yeah. get them. Got to yeah, get yeah, those yeah. calories. Yeah. Click. Okay. So in the test. A switch flipped. I decided to walk home from here mm. uh, to my home. And or at least most of the way, sometimes I do that. I take a bus, get, get a little exercise. And I was like, oh, that's dinner. You know what? I'm going to go in. And I was really kind of testing myself. There's a, on 7th Avenue Park Slope, there's this kind of old school Chinese restaurant. 
plexiglass no no like okay. seated like seated. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay so i go on in and i sit down i'm like there's nobody else there a fat guy in a chinese restaurant we've all seen that before mm-hmm. and uh, i order general so's with broccoli a soppy oh, sweet just... and spicy fried chicken and if you are someone who is looking for calories boy this is just hot gold like it's you nuclear just, mm, just get it in there so i have like five bites and i go eh, i'm good and that uh, that has not happened in 30 years Wow. I'm just, how I'm is, good. I ate all the broccoli and I was like, God, this isn't that good. How did you feel at that moment? Extremely confused. Confused? Well, you're, you're talking about like yeah. fundamental wiring. You know, we don't, yeah. we haven't talked about it on this podcast, but we didn't like, you had brain surgery. I did. And you had a lot of meds because you had a seizure condition that were managing that. And then you had brain surgery and you didn't have it anymore and you went off the meds. Which was wild. Right. So you, you had a transitional moment in your life where you went from like, having this thing that was always extremely present. Always in the background. Exactly. And then now it's not. And now it's not. So when we were talking about this, you compared it to that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it, it feels that way. So then as a side effect, I just started shedding weight because I'm not eating. Okay. So well, but no, let me be clear too. I am enjoying food more. I'm eating healthy stuff. I did all that work to lose that 100 pounds. So my nutrition knowledge is really good. You're not running to sugar and cake. No, and, and it's carbs. New, and, New York City is brutal. Every office, every bodega, every, every place, they just love oh. to give you another, you know, can you know of my Pringles. favorite is yogurt muffins. Yeah. There's like no yogurt in them. <laughs> and then there's like white yogurt pretzels. Everything is a twin. Twinkie, right? Everything. Everything's a Twinkie. So, so you've seen me and you've, you've noticed the behavior to the point that you now call me out on it. You're like, don't order the pho if you're not going to eat any of the noodles. You, we went out to eat at a Vietnamese place. You left, I think, 80% of the noodles. I and I was, You ate the meat, but yeah, you left the noodles. I wanted the protein. I was just flat out full and I should have had a salad. You should have had a salad. Right? Cause, and it wasn't like I should have had a salad because that would be more vir- virtuous for me yeah. as a big guy. Was, I should have had a salad because I wasted 80% of the food. How much weight have you lost? Um, first of all, I just you before... Don't have to do that. No, I will. I will say the number. But before I say it, let me just say... The weight loss... People think that weight loss is very virtuous and that you are working hard. Yeah. And I've done that. I, I used to work. You did it. I did it. Three, you, you, you lost 100 pounds. You bite, you, I would ride my bike three hours a day. I would track every calorie. I built yep. a calorie tracker. Um, so this is different. This is different. But I've lost, um, let me think, so 34 pounds. Wow. In the last three months. Okay. That's a lot. It's an enormous amount of weight to lose without a focused weight loss strategy. Like typically to make You're a person- la- This is not consuming your life in terms of this is my project for my life. No, you know when you would see results like this, you'd literally see them on the TV show, The Biggest Loser, because it was a full-time job. It's all they did. It's all they did. Right? You just were going to- And we cooked the food for you and you run on the beach and we're going yeah. we to teach you about nutrition and so on. It was The Biggest Loser would get these kind of results. And then it would send- A horrible show and a horrible name for a show. It was really bad. Besides, uh, at one point, GQ magazine asked me to write about being fat, and I, I almost did, and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Don't, don't, gonna, don't join the fray. I'm just going to leave myself that last little bit. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, let, me, let me talk about this from my perspective and what I've seen, because we still spend sure. a lot. We were working together. We have a startup together. And, yeah. and uh, First off, I mean, as a baseline, I'm just happy for you. 
Uh, it's good you, to have control over this part of my life. I mean, uh, it's it's great to ha- to get this opportunity to take care of yourself that's, without it being like a massive life commitment. And that's that's the way to put it. I or guess surgery. I have to take a shot every week, probably for as long as I have to take the shot, like forever. Okay. And that gives me the ability to make very well-controlled decisions about my own health. Sure. I'm still out in terrible shape. I still have to like... There's a road ahead. Of course. No, but I started working out again. I started lifting weights. And like, you know, you just... It's just so much easier. What shocked me... So that... I mean, that's the the thing that's sort of overarching, right? It's like, great. You've got a plan and you've got... I mean, this is a miracle, right? It's like... It is. It's like antibiotics, right? It's, It's a big thing. I mean, obesity is a huge problem, not just in America, but around the world, even in poorer countries the poorer you are the worse shape well, you're just, in. so just many cheap calories right so many cheap calories so it's great that this exists hopefully it becomes something that is available to to, to everyone that need it needs it the other thing i just started to notice was like you're a little wired yes talk about that and then there's a third thing i noticed so number so one of the ways that this new medication works is it doesn't just produce the insulin um, or or hit the uh, centers of your brain that are hungry, but it kind of gives you a little extra energy. Yeah. And so at first, especially at first, it was very spiky. Like I was losing, I was shedding a lot of weight, and I had this like spiky energy push. And so I literally had, and I I communicated this to you, and actually to the leadership yeah. of the company we share because. I had pressured speech. I was a little wide-eyed. I was, yeah. I was literally kind of doing squats yeah. in the office just to kind of burn energy. What I didn't know is that life around you uh, was very distracting as you were sort of rebooting yourself. You, you're almost agitated. With anything else coming at you, it's less and less now. No, I tried to communicate that. I couldn't process almost anything. You were. I'd ask you to do something... At, at work, and you were like, why are you on my back? And meanwhile, I asked you nicely, like, a minute prior. Like, it wasn't like I was yelling at you. You were kind of, you were agitated because I think you were still kind of no, in processing my, what in was No, in my on. head, I was like, who is this new guy, meaning me? Yeah. <laughs> and going, and you'd be asking for things, and I'm like, what's that? Like, I just couldn't parse the world. Yeah. Uh. The third thing I noticed, and it wasn't a notice, you said it, um, is that you were kind of revisiting a lot of your relationships throughout your life, and you were pretty angry. Yes, that's real, right? So it's just... Talk through that. Well, there's a few things. I would say it just feels either that they slammed my my sort of self back into my body, or that I... Sometimes I'm, I'm thinking about, now I'm a couple months in, and I think about myself as the other guy from a few months ago because that guy mm. was just like living and he was sleepwalking. Yeah. Right. So I, there's a lot of. But why are you angry with everybody else? It's fading, but for a while I was I, because this thing dominated my life, and I had doctors saying, you know, just kind of yelling at me. I had people just kind of treating me with various kinds of disrespect. Yeah. And um. I was in a lot of pain over that time. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, it's just like, God, man, the world kind of didn't, kind of had it in for me for a while. 
and I felt really bitter. At the same time, then you, you go through those feelings and thoughts and then you go, well, I know who my friends are. Yep. I love my family. People have stood by me many mm-hmm. times. And then you focus on that. You, I, I'll share an observation. Uh, you had a perfect storm uh, hit you, which led to a lot of brutal judgment. Um, I mean, first off, people drew conclusions about you. Oh, meaning when I was a fat boss? You, you, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you found a lot of success. Oh, yeah. And you were, you were a fat boss. And, and for those people, it's much easier to rationalize. And by, not, by the way, it doesn't have to be boss. It could be colleague in, in the media. Yeah. It could be anybody. It doesn't matter. People, uh, you were in a situation where uh, people drew conclusions without even knowing you very well about how gluttonous and greedy you are. Yeah, and they real. do that. They do that not to be mean. They do that because a it helps them feel better about themselves. It's like, wait a minute, I have like two percent body fat. Why don't I see Paul Ford's success? People are crazy. Oh no, dude. no, the irony of being people are insane. Being right? a fat, successful person means that when people look at you, they go, "Yeah, but." Exactly. It's exactly. Like, I and mean, it's like, don't think I don't know, right? Like it's of course. We we built a business in New York City. It is a brutal place. Yeah, it is. A it is a place. judgmental place. Oh my god, it's a competitive it's... place, right? Yep. And on top of that, you're a big guy. Oh yeah. Me, I'll just barrel right through. And and same for me. By barreling through, I've learned who my friends are and who I can trust and who I can't. What I love is I'm also like I'm a media guy and I'm a public figure. Like it's a disaster. You're a stereotype. Oh yeah. You 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 were the layup. You were oh, easy to stereotype, and they did it because it's easier. You right? know what's wild is is then people would interact with me with that sort of portrait of me in their yeah. head, and I could tell. Yeah. And you would just be like, oh, you just completely hate me, and I don't yeah. know why exactly. Yeah. One of the <laughs> things that's actually it's very, very bizarre about running a business and having success is every now and then we'll make a decision that really pisses people off. Mm-hmm. And they'll look at me and they'll, they'll be really angry with me and they'll want to say something about it. And I can see it in their eyes. Mm. And it's almost a relief to know why they hate me. Yeah. Because most of the time I felt hated without knowing why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, here we are. Here, we should give people some advice. That's the, that's the podcast. So here we are. I'm in the middle of all this. I think what I would say is if you're someone who has the same challenge I do, um, don't be afraid of these drugs. When they get FDA approval, go for it. Um, yeah. Right now, Monjaro is for type 2. It's being prescribed off-label. But when the supply chain stuff is resolved and you can get a steady access, it's pretty good, man. Yeah, so definitely look into it. Just a straight-up concrete piece of advice. Well, you'll, you'll live longer and better. Yeah, there's that's, that. That's it's, the goal. There is, there's also, we talked a lot about the social aspects of it, but you'll also be healthier. No, it's fun to scamper up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. It exactly. is. It sure is. Yeah. I'm going to give a piece of advice for everyone else. I'm going to tell it through a story. Okay. I remember this story, and I don't know why it's stuck in my mind. I went to uh, a fast food place. This is, I'm, I kid you not, 25 years ago. Okay. It, it, this fast food place was called Roy Rogers. <laughs> it was burgers and fries and roast beef sandwiches. Well, it's, like, it's like a Hardee's, but maybe worse? I don't yeah, know. It was in Brooklyn. Yeah. It was like a Hardee's. And, and I went in. 
And I was like a smug 25-year-old. And it was busy. It was kind of chaotic in there. And it was like 6 o'clock. And the person was kind of gruff and pushy with me. Like, as I ordered my thing. Can we just pause for one sec? There is no chaos like Brooklyn fast food chaos. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's Manhattan doesn't come close. I've never been anywhere where just stuff can just feel like it's yeah. about to spiral out yeah. of control. So this person was rude to me. Yeah. And not nice to me. Not rude. Uh, rude is probably too strong. He was just kind of like, didn't give a shit. He was like, what do you want? Like, he was kind of smug and, and a little bit of anger there. And then, uh, and then I made a joke. I was like, and what about that customer service? And he looked up at me and he said, I've had a really long day. And I, at that moment, I realized that it was about me. Yeah. And this person had probably dished out 6,000 burgers yes. over like a 10-hour shift. Yes. And here I was saying... Making a comment about how he wasn't nice to just me. showing how you were a little bit in control, right? Like just a little bit just of that, get, and just... also I was a little hurt. I thought I was being funny and smart and nice. Yeah, and this guy wasn't being nice to me. Yep. And the the advice out of that is, I'm we we meet all sorts, and some people some people look genetically are just satanic. They're just terrible. You ever meet like a nine year old who's just a piece of shit? Yes. It's terrible, right? It's like, oh my God, poor child, yeah. poor, poor everybody. It's sad. It's, it's a sad. sad situation. You just see where it's going to go. But for most, there's stuff going on. Yeah. And pause and think about the stuff that's going on for people. That is, and I am, if anyone who works with me or knows me, I'm a bulldog. Like I'm an aggressive person and I've tried over the years to better understand what's going on with people. Uh, and it's a healthy thing. You get, you get better relationships out of it. And you feel better, frankly. It's not about you, always. Everyone, Paul, I'm happy for you. Well, let's uh, see how long it lasts. But I will say the, you know, the funny thing, the weight loss is great. Like, obviously, I feel better, feeling better. But uh, the clarity is, is all. Look, this is so good that I've heard you numerous times say that you're worried about it, like, no longer working. It's their supply chain issues with the drug and so on and yeah. so forth. I will say also the... Um, I'm back to work, right? Like it took a minute. It actually, this was you, you needed to reset. Yeah, this was a this was a huge, huge thing for you, and you are settling down. Yeah, uh, I have a little ways I'm to go. Speaking psychologically and socially and whatnot, I have a little ways to go. But here yeah. we are. It's great. Uh, boy, this was a special one, Paul. <laughs> a very special episode of the Audi Ford Advisor. Uh, check out the article, by the way. It's great. That's uh, right. We'll put a link. It's at Wired. Uh, Wired.com. Uh, thanks for listening to the Ziadi and Ford podcast. You can find us in all the usual places where podcasts are made available and on Twitter at Ziadi Ford and ZiadiFord.com. Send us an email. Hello at ZiadiFord.com. Let's uh, get back to work. Bye. Bye.